BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey, it's Wilfred O. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter and the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Terrorism in America. We'll talk about that. And the Kulaks. We're going to talk about another horrible anniversary, a jobs report. We have so much to get to tonight. And I'm right. Why all this talk about white supremacy all the time? All the time. You hear it from every single cultural institution now, don't you? Every part of the system. It's, I mean, shoot, the president got up yesterday and said it. The U.S. intelligence community has determined that domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat we face in the homeland. The greatest threat. Oof, sounds scary. But it's well beyond President Poopy Pants. It's every institution, FBI, our national security institutions, they'll echo those same words. In fact, they've been lying now, manipulating data to try to back up those words. We know this from FBI whistleblowers who say they're very clearly padding these stats, trying to make it look like white supremacy is a big problem. Education system says the same thing, entertainment all across our culture, all across our nation, white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacist terror, white supremacy, white supremacy. Why? 
What's the reason? No, it's not because white supremacist terrorists are any kind of a serious threat in this country. Are there white supremacists and violent ones in the country? Well, of course, it's a country of 300 million people. There is race supremacists in every skin color group and very, very violent ones. But why all this focus on whitey? Why white supremacists? Doesn't make sense, does it? It's weird because you've probably never met one. I've never met one. Who are they? What are these, Klan guys, Nazi guys? Do they have tattoos on their faces? How do we identify these people? So why? Why has our system made this gigantic boogeyman an enemy who doesn't really exist? He's kind of a phantom of their imagination. Why is that? Well, what's their goal? We've talked about this many times. You know. What's the overall goal for them? To make you what? An enemy of the state. The goal is to make you an enemy of the state. If they can make you an enemy of the state, then that will give them the legal justification they want to send FBI, military, law enforcement, anyone after you to hurt you because you're an enemy of the state. If I'm in charge and I make you an enemy of the state, what that gives me to do is it gives me the freedom it gives me the freedom to aim all the guns of the state at you so I can fix that problem. So that's their goal. And that's what they're doing. Keep in mind you're dealing with communists, anti-humans. This is going to matter. Just stay with me for a moment. And what do communists do? Because they're anti-humans, and as an anti-human, the individual life means nothing. It means less than nothing. They're, they're against humanity. It means nothing. What that does for them is it gives them the freedom to simply group people up as this group is likely to be my, uh, my ally, on my side, and this group is likely to not be on my side. Stalin's famous for this. Everyone knows about the kulaks in Ukraine. What a lot of people may not know is when Stalin was murdering all those people within the Soviet Union, one of the main groups he was after were the Poles, Polish people. People with any Polish background, people originally from Poland, Stalin decided these are the people most likely to be spies or saboteurs or against me politically. So what did he do? He made them enemies of the state, told the every, every part of the state apparatus, that's the enemy, that's the enemy, find the Poles, find the Poles, find people with Polish heritage. They're looking through phone books for people with Polish last names so they can go shoot them in the back of the head. Are you going to end up catching some innocent people in there? Sure, but you're an anti-human. What does it matter? Well, our communists operate the exact same way and for the exact same reason. They will, that was Joe Biden, of course, acting like some sort of a civil rights hero. Democrats, communists, they have identified black people in this country only by their percentages, not by the individual black person on what that person may or may not believe. They sit back and they look at the percentages and they see, okay, we got black people. Uh, they're, they're always with us. They're going to vote with us 92, 93% of the time. So that's an ally. That's an ally. They, they, we must protect them and reward them whenever we possibly can. That's our, that group, that's our ally. They're going to help us keep power. They're going to put us in power. Oh, whitey. Specifically, these white middle class people and poor white people. Rich white people will go Democrat all day long, but these white middle class people, they vote Republican overwhelmingly. 
especially the married ones, married middle-class people, men and women, overwhelmingly vote Republican. Mm. Got a problem there. That group in and of itself is very clearly an enemy. And look, communists like Joe Biden, more specifically the communists who run him, when they sit down and look at America, I know you don't look at it that way, and I'm glad you don't, but you have to understand that is how they look at it. They sit down, they got a piece of paper, okay, so we got black people over here, they're in the allies column. Oh, wait, 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 white, white people, they're, they're definitely in the enemies column. And so now they've begun to build this narrative over and over and over and over again. White supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy, domestic white supremacist terrorists. And did you notice recently what they used it as a justification for? You remember the Catholic memo out of the FBI Richmond field office that stated they need to and intended to infiltrate the Catholic Church? Why did they say they needed to do that? What was the justification? Do you remember the memo? White supremacy. Ah, that's where it's going to pop up, guys. Right there. The endless calls and screaming about white supremacy aren't because it exists. It's because it is the central thing in an effort to turn you into an enemy of the state. Which is ironic because the biggest terror threat in America today is the state. It is. We have an FBI that is a threat. It is a clear and present danger to the United States of America. We have a president who is as well. A president who sent 5,400 emails according to the National Archives using a pseudonym, use pseudonym, using a fake name, a fake name, almost pseudonym, almost screwed me up there, using a fake name. Why? Because he's one of the elite class. He's part of our government. He's corrupt. He's sold you out a thousand times over to enrich himself and his family. That's why. These people are the true terrorists in this country. By the grace of God, sounds like Kevin McCarthy is getting closer to impeaching him. So, if you look at all the information we've been able to gather so far, it is a natural step forward that you would have to go to an impeachment inquiry. And just so your, your um, viewers understand what that means, that provides Congress the apex of legal power to get all the information they need. Yeah. Boy, that sounds like he's serious. Or it might be serious, just anytime soon here. Now, maybe you're thinking right now, Jesse, that's too far calling these people terrorists. Jesse, they're not terrorists. Jesse, how could you call our government terrorists? What are you talking about? Okay. Well, let's talk about that. What makes a terrorist in your eyes? What, what pops up in your head, in your mind? It's okay, there's no wrong answer. What pops up in your mind when I say terrorist? This is a terrorist. If I said somebody who kills innocent people, completely innocent people, non-combatants, that's obviously someone you would probably consider to be a terrorist, right? And then you'd think back to those videos, all those Al-Qaeda videos, ISIS videos, about all the times the terrorists would kill people, whether they were bombing a theater in France or whether they were cutting off the head of a journalist, whatever these terrorist groups were do, were, would do, what would they usually do after, after they do something terrible? What would they do? Remember? They would put out a video. They would put out a video bragging about what they just did. They, wouldn't, they weren't ashamed of it. 
after they killed innocent people, non-combatants, they would put out a video bragging about what they did. You remember that? That's, remember that about the terrorists? Which is so funny because today is the two-year anniversary of a Reaper drone, an American Reaper drone, killing 10 people in Afghanistan. Not combatants, not Taliban, not ISIS. Completely innocent people. How innocent, you may ask? Well, seven of them were children. The American government, the ones I just called terrorists, killed 10 innocent people, seven children. And after they got done killing those adorable seven kids, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, just like ISIS, put out a little video. We know from a variety of other means that at least one of those people that were killed was a ISIS facilitator. Uh, so were there others killed? Yes, there are others killed. Who they are, we don't know. Uh, we'll try to sort through all that. Uh, but we believe that the procedures at this point, I don't want to influence the outcome of an investigation, um, but at this point we think that the procedures were correctly followed and it was a righteous strike. Righteous strike. There was no ISIS influencer. There was nothing but 10 innocent people there murdered by this government and then called righteous. And do keep in mind, after those seven innocent babies were killed by our government, they did do an exhaustive investigation. And at the end of that investigation, they figured, ha ha, nobody screwed up. What I can tell you is we looked at this thing very, very comprehensively. And again, we acknowledge that there were procedural breakdowns. Processes were not uh, executed the way they should have been. But it doesn't necessarily indicate that, uh, that an individual or individuals have to be held to account for that. But look, uh, is there, this is, is one... Is there discipline inside the Pentagon at all? I mean, maybe there are no charges brought up, but is anyone demoted or disciplined for what happened that what day? We're, what we are going to do, there's, no, there's not going to be individual discipline as a result of this, Willie. But what we are going to do is learn from this, uh, and we're going to enact and improve our procedures and our processes to try to make sure this doesn't happen again. Terrorists. Just remember, we don't have a white supremacist terrorist problem in this country. We have a government terrorist problem in this country. And the reason every part of our system pushes this phantom white supremacist problem is because they want to send the FBI to your door to kill you or imprison you. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. We're going to talk to a veteran of Afghanistan next. Maybe we'll ask him about Do you think we'll ask him about some of this before we ask him about that? Let's get to this. Let's get to something good. Saving animals. Look, we, we all see that dog running along the side of the road. We've all seen it. It's horrible, isn't it? Most often, the dog is not lost. People, I just can't believe this, this happens, but it does. People just take their dogs and decide they don't want them anymore, and they just take that loyal creature and they just dump them on the side of the road. But what happens? Lord willing, Delta Rescue gets their hands on them first. What's Delta Rescue? The world's largest, no-kill, care-for-life animal shelter. The world's largest. That dog, if taken in by Delta Rescue, will have a wonderful life for the rest of its life. That's what you support when you go give to DeltaRescue.org. They do this through your donations. That's how they do it. This is a wonderful organization that is out there. That, that dog you see on the side of the road that broke your heart, that's how you save it. 
DeltaRescue.org. Go give what you can. All right? We'll be back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information. 
in reference to the checking of his watch, that didn't happen just once. That happened on every single one that came out of that airplane. It happened on every single one of them. They would release the salute and he looked down at his watch on every last one, all 13, he looked down at his watch. Joining me now, William Ruger, PhD, Afghanistan vet. He's a Navy Reserve officer, president of the American Institute for Economic Research. That was Darren Hoover there in that video, father of fallen Marine Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover. Okay, William, they don't act like they care. They've never acted like they cared. I, I don't know if cold or horrible is a way to describe that. I don't know what best way to describe it is, but from the press conference statements to the accounts of the parents when they met them, they just, no one in this administration seems to give a crap. Well, look, this was a problem for the length of this forever war, if you will, right? I mean, for two decades, Afghanistan was kind of forgotten by many. Uh, and then when it was paid attention to, we had that uplift uh, in uh, the Obama administration, but very soon thereafter, it, it kind of fell off the map. And you know that's been a real problem with these wars in the Middle East is that, is there really a buy-in for this type of approach to American foreign policy there? And I think you ultimately saw that there just wasn't that much concern. And of course, we see who pays the price, right? American men and women in uniform are the ones that have paid the price. And the question is, are we honoring them enough for that sacrifice that they made? And I, I think that ultimately we did the right thing there uh, by, by withdrawing and getting out of this forever war. But it, it's really sad that it took that long uh, for us to realize that uh, we had largely accomplished most of our goals there. And uh, the ones that we did not accomplish were ones that weren't really consistent with the national interest. So all in all, it's a, a very depressing scene in many ways, not just what happened at Abbey Gate, but what happened throughout the 20 years of this conflict. What, how do we get to this place where our foreign policy has oftentimes, it seems many times, especially over the decades, involves getting in a conflict where young men die with no clear objective? I just historically, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life, and yet that's American foreign policy. We'll get involved, young men can die, and there's never a clear, never a clear objective. Just go die for a while, maybe something vague like hearts and minds, but other than that, good luck, fellas. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with a, an ideological approach to foreign policy, one, right, one that is focused on ideals that are really hard and slippery to get your hands around, as opposed to kind of the, the, the kind of real tangible issues of national interest, the kind of irreducible national interests of your safety, your economic prosperity, uh, the American way of life here at home, right? Those are things that you can wrap your arms around. Those are the things that you can understand why people would go fight and potentially make the ultimate sacrifice for. But when you've expanded those war aims like we did in Afghanistan, well beyond those vital national interests, then again, it gets it gets slippery, right? Because lots of different interest groups, especially when you're involving lots of different countries, we had what over 40 countries involved in the ISAF campaign there. Uh, everybody's got a little bit of a different answer to that. Different Americans had different views about why we were there. Was it to build girls schools in Helmand? Uh, was it to promote uh, a campaign against Al-Qaeda? Was it to rebuild that country in our image? 
was it something that even matter very much especially after the iraq war started and we turned our attention again just a a terrible approach and really i think an approach in afghanistan that shows you the problems of american foreign policy writ large right we have not focused on our vital national interests that has not been the focus of american foreign policy instead uh, we've had these goals of what we might call primacy which is not very tangible but this idea that the american ha america has to remain dominant in all of the major parts of the world but what does that actually mean what are we willing to spend blood and treasure for um, and then also these ideological goals of democracy promotion by the bayonet that we saw in place after place uh, and and these have all led to failures right if you think about the iraq war the ultimate failure of the last 30 years of American foreign policy, right? 4,000 Americans dead, tens of thousands wounded, trillions of dollars spent, and for what? Uh, Afghanistan, similar. Again, not the original project in Afghanistan, but the nation-building project. Uh, then you have Libya, which is an underrated problem in American foreign policy, right? Where you had arms flowed out, terrorists flowed in, you had a civil war in the country, you had destabilization of areas around it like Mali, uh, and then a refugee crisis that led to destabilization in Europe uh, due to uh, hundreds of thousands of refugees going into Europe. So just so many own goals. Syria, right, that's another one. Uh, oftentimes ill-defined projects that we throw uh, soldiers and airmen and Marines and sailors at, uh, but oftentimes ill-defined. I mean, look at our Syria project. Are we there to help protect Kurds? Are we there to, uh, uh, to, pr to promote the future of regime change against Assad? Are we there for ISIS, right? All of these things coming together, no one really understanding what, what we're gonna do when we leave, what our exit strategy is. And Colin Powell told us, you know, 30 years ago, you gotta have an exit plan, right? That's how you make sure that you don't get bogged down in these forever wars. But again, it's all about this, this very, um, ideological primacist agenda that we're seeing that is very much in contrast to an America first approach that looks at America's vital interests and then makes trade-offs and, and, and where we could tell soldiers, hey, this is why you're going downrange, this is what you're fighting for. And it makes sense if, you, if, you're, if your parents get a letter someday that it meant something for your country. William, what do we make of the drastic increase in suicide? Study came out today, veteran suicide has soared tenfold in the last 15 years. That is so awful on so many levels. In what ways, I'm sure there's more than one, are we failing the men and women who go fight for this place? Yeah, I mean, this is, it's terrible to see this, uh, you know, to see people come back from overseas or see them come uh, you know, to, to you know, uh, uh, end their lives when they're in service to their country. It's just a terrible tragedy. And, and I'm not sure what we can do, right? Uh, the military puts a lot of resources into trying to protect the mental health of uh, its veterans. Uh, I, I know that when I came back from Afghanistan, I was there in 2008, 2009, and we had to transit back through uh, Kuwait uh, to go through some of this uh, kind of post-deployment uh, training to make sure that we had resources available to us uh, to make sure that people who had issues, uh, you know, particularly those who faced combat, uh, that they had some of those resources. But once they get back to the U.S. into their lives and their communities, uh, particularly for people who who transit out of active duty uh, or who are reservists, uh, they may not have the support around them that they need. Uh, 
I guess the message is, is that if, if you, you know, you're a veteran and you're struggling with mental health issues, get help. Uh, talk to you know, your fellow soldiers, airmen, Marines, sailors. Uh, you know, don't just keep it bottled up. Uh, you know, I think that what our country needs to tell them, what I'll tell them right here, is that we value you. We value what you did. Uh, even when we were let down by civilian leaders and even military leaders at the Pentagon, uh, that you did your duty, you did the best that you can do, and, and, and that we honor that. Uh, I, I always put the, the challenge to our civilian leaders when they get us into these wars uh, that oftentimes have these deleterious effects on the home front, not just abroad. Uh, you know, that's why we have to make sure that we're only fighting wars that are absolutely necessary, because these things have just terrible consequences. Uh, you know, my grandfather was a, a, a veteran of World War II. Uh, he fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He was uh, wounded and was in a POW camp. And, uh, you know, uh, people struggle with those experiences. And, uh, you know, we I think that we're putting more effort into that than back in my grandfather's day to try to deal with some of these problems. But, you know, they're still terrible. War is, a, is, is hell, as, as, you know, as kind of famous saying goes. And again, that's why we have to have a restraint a restrained approach to foreign policy, right? Do what we have to to defend our national interests, but don't go well beyond that in a way that actually undermines our safety and, and undermines our security here at home uh, and puts a, a, a grave, uh, I think, uh, you know, cost on, on these people who come home after fighting these. And, and again, the issue of the returning uh, warrior has been one that is as old as, as literature itself. It goes all the way back to Odysseus and and Homer, right? And uh, in an early part of my career, I, I did a fair amount of research on this about how combat and military service affects things like marriages, uh, how it affects communities. There's lots of research out there on how it affects these individual soldiers um, and uh, the warriors that we go we send to war. Um, and uh, a lot of that research shows just how costly it can be. And so it needs to be part of our cost benefit analysis when we decide to go to war because uh, you know, think of all those veterans that are coming home and, and facing these problems. Let's not just think about uh, the, you know, the schools we've built abroad uh, or the fact that we can claim uh, a kind of an initial success like you saw after the Iraq war, and then it peters out. Yeah. William, thank you so much. That was awesome. Come back soon. Thank you very much for having me. All right. We got some job numbers today. John Carney's going to join us next. We're going to talk about those jobs numbers before we talk to John. Before we dig into the economy, let's make sure we have some sort of a protection plan for ourselves, for our personal wealth, for our retirement account. We have to protect ourselves against this inflation, the interest rates, these people running the debt off the cliff. But how do we do that, right? I mean, you're not, you're not the head of the Fed. I'm not the head of the Fed. What do we do? All you can do is buy precious metal. That's it. Things you can touch and feel. That's what's reliable. You know what's reliable? Look at a history book. What was, what I'd value a thousand years ago, 2000 years ago. Does that same thing exist today with value? Yes, it's gold and silver. Oxford Gold will mail it to you. Gold, silver coins to your front door. They'll also weave it into your 401k and IRA, raising the floor on just how bad things can get if that bubble pops. All you have to do is call them. 
995 gold. Let them handle it all for you. All right? 833 995 gold, Oxford Gold Group. We'll be back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information hey there it's ryan seacrest for safeway now that spring is here it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine now through march 26 head in store shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points shop for items like crest toothpaste secret deodorant old spice deodorant or gillette razors offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary Visit Safeway.com for more details. We got some economic news today, and we need some help to make sense of it. Job openings, they've dropped to their lowest level since March of 2021. 
That sounds like good news. I, I, I mean, I guess maybe people filled the jobs or something. I mean, let's just guess people filled the jobs. You know what? No, let's not guess. Let's ask John. John Carney is going to join us now, Breitbart News Finance and Economics Editor. Okay, John, is it good news? Why have job openings dropped to their lowest level in a couple of years? So part of it, you're right. Uh, people took jobs. There was a decent amount of hiring through the month. Not a lot of firing went on. Uh, and part of it is that employers are reducing the number of openings they have out there. If you look closely at what happened in the numbers, you see that uh, over the last couple months, employers have backed off of the massive amount of hiring they wanted to do earlier this year. And frankly, last year, there was a lot of hiring. So some of that is because people have taken the jobs. And some of it is that employers are looking at this situation and saying, you know what, I may have enough people I may be able to replace some people with technology. Uh, wages have gone up, so it's no longer as cheap as it was to hire people. And they're facing a lot of cost pressure still on the inflate, you know, from inflation. So that also saps a little bit of their willingness to bring on new workers. And frankly, they can read the headlines as well as you and I can. They see unemployment's only at 3.5%. 3 so they know there's not that many workers out there looking for jobs, which makes it much harder to hire anyone. John, where did all the workers go? I have so many friends that either own a small business or run a little sandwich shop here in town, or they're, they're managers of an auto dealership. And these people cannot find anybody, John. They, they lament to me. Anytime work comes up on the weekend, whenever we're hanging out, I can't find anyone. I can't find one. I can't even get someone to show up for an interview. He'll show up for the interview and won't even show up to the job. Where is everybody? Yeah, so a big thing that happens is a lot of older workers left the workforce altogether during the pandemic. They said, look, it, you know, they, they reevaluated their life and they said, I'd rather hang out with my grandkids. I don't have, you know, I don't want to keep working in the formal economy. So a lot of younger workers then fill the slots that some of those older workers filled. And so people, so you might think, well, why am I facing a problem? I wasn't trying to hire young people anyway. Yeah, but a lot of the young people took the jobs some of the older workers took. And so that's what happened to a lot of the workforce is basically earlier than expected retirement uh, has led to a diminished workforce uh, at this point. How are the people retiring early when the value of the dollar's down like 20%? How are you retiring early? Right, it's very hard. But remember, uh, if you own your house, your house has probably gone up in value a lot since the beginning of the pandemic. So it, particularly if you owned your house without a mortgage on it, you have a lot of equity that you've built up. And even if you had a mortgage, you probably have a very low interest rate mortgage. And so you've been able to build up a lot of equity. People are taking out loans against that. The stock market, frankly, has done very well over, you know, not just over the last couple of years, sure, you know, had a bad time during the worst of the pandemic, but basically over the last six, seven years, it's been a, and frankly, over the last decade, we've had a big run. So a lot of people who were saving for retirement looked out. I mean, if you read these articles about, you know, that people write into newspapers and websites like MarketWatch and say, you know, I'm 58, can I retire? I'm 62, can I retire? A lot of people are retiring at an age where they might not have otherwise. Sure, that will mean diminished uh, spending power for themselves in the future, but I think the pandemic, frankly, changed people's sort of mental equation when it came to that. 
This isn't the only jobs news we're going to get this week. We have more coming. What is it and what do we expect? Sure. This is very important because it'll feed into something we get at the end of the week. One of the most crucial ratios in the economy right now is the amount of people who are unemployed compared with the amount of job opening. That is the measure of tightness in the labor market. Traditionally, historically, this has averaged about 0.6%, meaning uh, there are more people unemployed than there are job openings, that we couldn't actually fill them all up. When you got to about one-to-one, -one, that was actually a really good job market. We're now at a situation where we have 1.5 openings for every unemployed person. At the end of the week on Friday, we're gonna get the latest jobs numbers. That'll tell us how many jobs we created in August and how many what the unemployment rate is, how many unemployed people there are. We're expected to create a lot fewer jobs than we have been for most of this year. The labor market is expected to cool, but that unemployment rate is probably gonna stick around 3.5%. As a result, we're probably going to have stick around this ratio of 1.5 uh, people unemployed, or sorry, job openings for every one unemployed person. That's still a very tight labor market. That will worry the Fed that inflation could actually pick back up again, either later this year or early next year. Oh, wonderful. I can't wait to see how they handle that. John, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me, man. Great. Fed's going to get worried again. You know what happens when the Fed get wor gets worried about inflation? You know what happens? Inflation happens. Yeah, and then interest rate hikes. That's what happens. That's how they respond. Ah, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks almost as bad as your dog dying. It sucks when your dog dies, doesn't it? It's the worst freaking feeling in the world. I've buried more dogs than I can possibly count. It's awful. I, I'll be honest with you. I like that Rough Greens fixed Fred's digestive issues and it fixed his ear infections. He used to get ear infections all the time. I would still give Fred Rough Greens even if it hadn't fixed those issues because I know Rough Greens is going to make Fred live longer. And I want my dog to live longer. Rough Greens is giving your dog nutrition for the first time ever. All natural nutritional supplement created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you pour on your dog's food. Pour it on your dog's food. There's no nutrition in the food. It's dead food. I'm sorry, dog food's dead. There is nutrition in Rough Greens. Everything your dog needs. Vitamins, minerals, omega oils, probiotics. And you get a free bag to start out. All you pay for is the shipping. Roughgreens.com slash jesse is where you get that free bag. Or you can call them. 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information hey there it's ryan seacrest for safeway now that spring is here it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine now through march 26 head in store shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points shop for items like crest toothpaste secret deodorant old spice deodorant or gillette razors offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary Visit Safeway.com for more details. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. Joining me now, somebody who probably, look, probably, I can never guess, but probably knows a little bit more about AI than Dome does. Joe Allen, he's the author of the book Dark Eon, Transhumanism and the War Against Humanity, which is out today. Okay, Joe, well, we won't have, we don't have to get into Dome's explanation. Would you, first of all, for those of us who are old, explain what transhumanism even means? What is this fancy college term? Jesse, I think you need to think about uh, the changes that have happened in just the recent past technologically. Think about uh, trans children. Think about smartphone children. Think about uh, autonomous weapons such as drone swarms. Uh, Think about just the power the Internet has had over political movements. Uh, That's been a sweeping change in the last two decades. Transhumanism is the desire to accelerate that change and accelerate that change to the point that human beings aren't just dependent upon machines, 
the human beings have actually fused with their machines, uh, quite literally, including, uh, anticipated anyway, brain implants to connect one's mind to artificial intelligence. It sounds very sci-fi, not unlike um, a worldwide web sounded sci-fi in the 60s when that project began. I wrote the book to really map out the ways in which this belief system has come to occupy not only the most powerful militaries on Earth, including our own, especially funding through DARPA, but also the most powerful corporations on Earth, including especially Google. And you would, your re listeners will probably recall that the wealthiest man on Earth, Elon Musk, is working not only on an artificial intelligence system that he anticipates to be superhuman at XAI, but also a brain implant, Neuralink, to link one's mind to that AI. Okay, this is, I'm 42 going on 82. This is so far beyond me, Joe, that I want you to keep going and explain this to me. How far away are we talking about when it comes to this kind of technology here? Brain implants that are communicating with AI? Surely you're talking about 500 years from now, right? Well, Elon Musk anticipates five to 10, but he's always known for overselling. Uh, you know, I, one thing that I think Elon Musk gets quite right is that we are already cyborgs. This is something he's repeated many times. Transhumanists talk about this all the time. The radical changes that have taken place, not only socially, but psychologically, due to the ever-present smartphone, and people have basically melded their lives to that smartphone. They see that as a stepping stone on the way to first non-invasive brain-computer interfaces. These are regularly used, by the way, just skull caps reading the brain. Uh, these are regularly used in, say, cognitive therapy. Even in video gaming, NextMind has a commercial non-invasive brain-computer interface. But when you're talking about actual brain implants, a lot of people are surprised to learn that there are already implanted brain-computer interfaces that allow locked-in, paralyzed patients to move cursors on screens, to actually, now they can type words, they simply think words, and it goes through the electrode into the computer and types out the words, and also to control robotic limbs. Uh, Neur uh, Neuralink is just getting started. They just got FDA approval, so they'll have human patients very, very soon. But BlackRock Neurotech, funded by Peter Thiel, hit the 50 patient mark just this year. And then another smaller company, Synchron, whose CEO, Tom, uh, Tom Oxley, uh, speaks a lot like Elon Musk on this. He doesn't see it just for locked-in paralyzed patients, of which they have around a dozen who are troded up with brain-computer interfaces. He sees it as being a future commercial product so that human beings, in his instance, can share their emotions electronically. For Musk, it's more of an intellectual endeavor. How do you, how do you keep pace with artificial intelligence as it blows past humans? That is the central mythos to transhumanism, that artificial intelligence in all, all of these technologies, artificial intelligence, robotics, brain-computer interfaces, genetic engineering, that all of these technologies are going to draw human beings up to the next level, in essence, to make human beings like gods. This is how they speak of it oftentimes. 
this is how it's spoken of among the critics. And um, I think that people, if they do not wrap their heads around this ideology, this notion that human beings are to be saved by technology, that technology will in fact be the highest power in the universe, that um, they're going to be in for a lot of surprises, even if the tech stagnates. What you see at the World Economic Forum, again, what you see at Google, what you see at Meta, what you see at OpenAI and Microsoft, what you see in academia from Oxford to MIT to Harvard, and of course, what you see among the, the real cutting edge scientists at DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency at the, at the US Department of Defense and other military scientists across the US military, all of them are voicing this, this viewpoint, this mythos that the future of humanity is to merge with the machine. And as if it wasn't creepy enough that they would want to kind of draw consenting adults into this, the rollout, the mass rollout of one-on-one -on -one AI tutors, I think will have a profound transformative effect on those students who actually adopt it, of which I anticipate it to be many millions, as it's being pushed by Bill Gates or Khan Academy. Uh, both of them are doing this. What you're talking about is taking away that transmission of culture from a, a wise adult, presumably a knowledgeable adult guiding a child or children through their lessons into something like intellectual maturity. And you are transforming that process into one in which a child simply learns from a machine. A child becomes conditioned and dependent. And eventually you could say that without a brain interface, there is a sort of human AI symbiosis, a sort of relationship in which without that computer, the child is somehow naked or the child is somehow uh, uh, unarmed, unable to think normally. Now, you, if you've known any children who are already completely addicted and attached to their smartphones, you know that this process really is all the, already underway. And so there's two or three different options from here but unless you think that this is it, that we've capped out, that the technology will go no further, I think that the, the viewpoints of transhumanists, even if you reject what they want entirely, have to be taken seriously because these technologies do appear to be converging and rocketing ahead. Good grief. I can't wait to read this. The book is Dark Eon, Transhumanism in the War Against Humanity. Joe, that is freaking fascinating, man. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jesse. I hope you enjoy it. It's, it, it's so far beyond me. Maybe, maybe it's right up your alley, but it's so far beyond me. But I talk to smart guys like Joe all the time now, and they tell me the same thing. These days are upon us. This linking brains and all kinds of stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure human beings trying to transform themselves into gods, I'm sure that's going to work out well, right? Every, every other time we've tried that throughout history, that ended up working out great, didn't it? All right, we have Light in the Mood next. Light in the Mood. That won't involve putting anything in your brain. But let's do this. Let's lighten your wallet first. Your wallet, it doesn't want to pay for that timeshare anymore. It's tired of those annual fees. It's tired of the special assessments. And you, you've convinced yourself or you've allowed the timeshare company to convince you 
that you have to do it. You have no choice. Sorry, you're locked in. You signed the contract. They always give you they always give you the section of the contract you signed to when you complain. Didn't they? Didn't they do it? Now you got to check out page 5, paragraph E, section B where it says it's for life. Lone Star Transfer, they've read all those sections. They've seen all these contracts. And yet, when you call Lone Star Transfer, there's a 99% chance they will get you legally and permanently out of your timeshare. That's what you call a guarantee. Family company. They've helped over 18,000 people get out forever, legally and permanently. Make a phone call. 844-310-2646. They're wonderful to deal with. Stop paying. You don't have to. Or go to LoneStarTransfer.com, all right? Get out of your timeshare. We will be back with Lighten the Mood. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information. 
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. I love stories of people standing up for themselves against this evil system we have here. And I'm going to tell you something. You want something that's going to encourage you? I hope it will. I find it encouraging. I find it encouraging that I talk to my sons. I have sons 12 and 14. And they tell me not just their belief system and how against all this evil they are, they tell me about their friends. We are raising a generation of hardcore anti-communists, and it freaking excites me. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Eden Pure Thunderstorm. You need to clean the air in your home, your home, your office. It has smells to it. It's not that it's dirty. It's not. It has smells. We have smells, human beings. Pets have smells. What we cook has smells. Maybe you're in there burning heaters, keeping it old school, but you've got smells in there. You don't have to cover them up with your weird little oil things and candles. You know you can take those smells out of the air with Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It will remove them from the air. It doesn't even hardly make any noise. It's just this little black box that goes right in the outlet in the wall. I own nine of these little miracles now, and they sell three packs of Eden Pure Thunderstorm, $200 off. Free shipping, too. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE. That's how you get $200 off your three-pack, all right? EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. Now, kid got uh, in trouble in school for sporting the Gadsden flag on his backpack. Kid and his parents stood up for themselves. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is? That's a Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. 
Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for a better solution to keep your firearms in high-performance condition? Visit RiptideArmory.com for the most advanced proprietary gun cleaning formula on the market. Right now, get up to $40 off any cleaning kit for a limited time on RiptideArmory.com and take advantage of this amazing deal today. Riptide's two-step cleaning kit offers state-of-the-art technology and guaranteed satisfaction. Riptide Armory is a veteran-founded business, and you can trust that all chemicals are American-made and quality-tested. Shop RiptideArmory.com.